When you stop and think about all that's going on here in the good old USA today, you might think that there are only two sides to every story. With over 327 million citizens, there are actually many more sides to our American story. On this program, I provide you with a different point of view, mine. This is The Truth Hurts, a program where I exercise my First Amendment right to free speech by providing you with information. Hopefully, you will absorb this knowledge, stop, and actually think about the issues, the facts, and the general state of our American story. I'm Steve Z, and this is The Truth Hurts Program. Good morning, everyone. It is Thursday, August 27th, 2020. This is the Truth Hurts Program. Unless you live along the Louisiana-Texas coast, Hurricane Laura is probably just another storm on the Weather Channel for you. For those of us along the Gulf Coast, it is a reality. I'll be back to talk about some of the hurricane-related events right after this. The best part of waking up is listening to the Truth Hurts program with Steve Z. It is not a cup of coffee. Hello. Me hell no, I ain't leaving, Boudreaux. I stay last time and even that time before that, remember? And I'm still alive. And, and I did just fine like that, right? Man, no, we're not going to leave. Beside that, I got all my stuff here in the double wide that's got to be protect in case I get that storm come by. You know what I'm saying? Man, yeah, this trailer's a good one. Yeah, Sha. When me and the old lady bought it back in 1980, we had a pickup truck on the roof to show how good it was built like that. Remember? This trailer's solid. Yes, Sha. Oh, I had tied it down with them strap underneath. And last night, I put some bungee cord on the screen door, too. Like, you know. Sure, I put them ratchet strap over the roof. I screw them down tight into the ground like that. Oh, the ground? Yeah, it's like mud, but that screw goes down about three foot, so it's probably going to keep that roof on, you know? I got that generator to me. I got it hooked up so that if the power go out, I can pull that rip cord, and then I got me some power, you know? Hell no, I didn't pull that meter. Man, no way. That power company might think I'm trying to steal the power from them if I do that. You remember last time? Oh, I ain't worried about no flood. Man, no, this trail is on those cinder block, about three foot and a half. So I don't got to worry about no flood. Storm surge? Eight feet? No way. You know those meteorologists over there, that weather channel, they always lie about them storm surge, yeah? They always lie like that. That man was in a ditch, remember, on his knee like that one time. And guess what? If there is water and it get too damn high, I got my boat, yeah, me. I can put the wife and the dog and the chilling on that little 14-foot boat, and I can power out with that 25 Evan Rude just like that. No, I'm for sure we ain't leaving. Beside that, if we get trapped or stuck or anything like that, the Cajun Navy will come and get us for sure. Hey, look, I got to go, Thibodeau. It's been good chat with you like that. But the wind is starting to whip, and I think the garbage can is fixing to fly away. Give me a call later, okay? No, no, I'm for sure. We're not leaving. We don't leave for no storm like that. We Cajun. We smarter than that, yeah. 
putting things into perspective, and doing it with style. This is the Truth Hurts program. Here's your host, Steve Z. For the life of me, I cannot understand why anyone would ever choose to remain in their homes during a major hurricane. Do these people have a death wish? Are they really that stupid? Or are they that confident in their man-made structures that they're willing to actually bet their very life? Is this some kind of man thing that I just simply haven't gotten yet? With winds of 150 plus miles per hour, Hurricane Laura roared ashore with an eye making landfall at Cameron, Louisiana at 1 a.m. Thursday morning. Luckily, the area was almost completely evacuated. Luckily. Almost completely evacuated. The width and breadth of this storm was much larger than the pinpoint location of the center of the eye wall, so the damage will ultimately be shown over a much larger area than just Cameron, Louisiana. The hurricane force winds were felt as far away as Galveston and Houston, Lake Charles and Lafayette, Louisiana, with gusts all the way in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, to hurricane force. The storm continued its northward push through the western portions of Louisiana and is forecast to remain at hurricane strength at least a Category 2 until it reaches Shreveport, Louisiana, where it will diminish to a 1 and then a tropical depression as it swiftly rushes off through Arkansas, Tennessee, and out through the New York, Maryland, Virginia area. Now back to the idiots who stayed home. Did you do it because you've been conditioned to believe that everything you see and hear on media is overhyped, overreported, overexaggerated, overdramatized? Perhaps this is the case. Perhaps you've become desensitized to warnings because of the many, many, many times that so-called experts like the Weather Channel crew have over-dramatized or even faked and exaggerated the effects of storms. Perhaps it's because you saw Jim Cantori hanging from a telephone pole while an elderly couple leisurely walked in the background with an umbrella. Perhaps it's because you see drama seekers like good old Jim when the storm really isn't that bad, kneeling in a ditch to over-exaggerate and falsely report flood damage. Or could it be that you've actually lived through a hurricane or two and survived in the past and think that you're somehow invincible? What people in this victim-based society fail to see, what people in this entitlement society fail to realize, what people in this me, 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 it's all about me, me, me society have yet to understand is that it is really not about you, especially when you do stupid things to put you in danger. You see, your choice to stay home during an event like Hurricane Laura puts other people's lives at risk. When you choose to stay home, and I say choose because you made that choice, when you choose to stay home and you are trapped and you are unable to help yourself and you are injured, you put the lives of first responders at risk. 
Yes, I know they made a choice to be first responders, but your stupidity puts their lives at risk. You put firemen, policemen, search and rescue teams in peril as they venture out into dangerous conditions to save your stupid ass. Sure, you can say your house is built better than your neighbor's, but Mother Nature can, and Mother Nature will, and Mother Nature does prove this theory wrong every day. In our current society, where people expect things to simply be handed to them, where people demand fast food timing with five-star quality at welfare prices, in our current society where people feel entitled to this and to that and to the other thing because they feel it is their right, in this current society where people want their rights but feel they don't have to take any responsibility, it is your stupidity that puts people's lives at risk. Not just your sorry life, but the valuable lives of people who have chosen to make helping people their life's work, often for much lower pay than your sorry, entitled ass makes. Yes, you can say you were prepared, but when things go wrong and your arrogant ass is expecting, demanding, begging for someone else to save it, then you are the cause of the problem. The first responder, that guy would much rather be sitting in his office or lying in his bed or lounging in relative comfort in his vehicle with the seat kicked back, listening to some Led Zeppelin. He would much rather be doing anything but going into a dangerous, dangerous situation to save your miserable hide. To the morons who choose to stay home, you are indeed idiots. And yes, I personally know some of you. I'm actually related to some of you. You are the idiots who are not electricians, but will somehow rig up a contraption to hook up your generator to the electrical grid without pulling out your electric meter. You are the mental midget whose stupidity in performing that very action will be the cause of death for some young power company lineman who came to your town to restore electrical service to your city. But because of your ignorance, your stupidity, and your actions, in not removing your meter base, you will be the cause of this young man not being able to ever go home to his family. Why the hell would you choose to stay in harm's way, knowing the power of a Cat 4 hurricane? Why would you choose to remain home knowing that this hurricane could kill you? Oh, you're protecting your stuff? Your precious stuff? Let me ask you this, is your stuff really worth saving? Don't you have insurance? If not, you're even stupider than I gave you credit for. I've been educating people in the value of having insurance, primarily flood insurance, for decades. If you live in any community near a river, a lake, a pond, a stream, an ocean, the Gulf of Mexico, or in any low-lying area, why in the hell would you not have flood insurance? If you can afford a tattoo, you can afford flood insurance. If you can afford gold teeth, you can afford flood insurance. If you can afford those hoop earrings or the $300 hairdo, you can afford flood insurance. If you can afford 42-inch wheels for your Cadillac Escalade, 
you can afford flood insurance. Now, I know for a fact that people will be lined up for assistance from the federal government as soon as day breaks today. As soon as the storm passes, they'll be on the line calling for the Red Cross, calling for FEMA, calling for other handouts. I know for a fact that people will be lined up for those Red Cross donations, those food boxes. Why didn't you have insurance? Do you think you are that special? Did you think that you are different from those of us who make the sacrifice to buy insurance? Who do you think is going to pay for the stuff you're expecting to be handed to you? Well, it's me. And I feel like I owe you nothing. You feel like you're owed something? You are not. Your choice, and again, you made a choice to not buy insurance, puts the entire American economy in peril. Your choice to sit there and beg for handouts when you could have had insurance makes you no better than a welfare sucker, than a food stamp queen, than one of those takers from the system that you always complain about. Now listen, there are some people who are entitled to some assistance from our government. Those people include the truly disabled. Those people include our veterans who served a lifetime in our military protecting our nation from threats, foreign and domestic. Those people who deserve something from our government are the elderly, the retirees who spent a lifetime contributing to the American experience. But to those of you who are able-bodied, capable of working, you deserve nothing from the American people. You were educated in a public school system. You're physically capable of working. You should be paying for your own insurance. You should be paying taxes. You should have saved your pennies for a rainy day. And trust me, at one o'clock this morning, when Laura roared ashore as a category four hurricane, it was a rainy day. You should have insurance to cover your losses. And I think you are not entitled to my hard-earned tax dollars. Tax dollars that I worked hard for. I think those tax dollars should be rebuilding roads and ensuring that bridges won't collapse. Not paying for your sorry ass to replace a DVD player or something because you chose to not buy insurance. So now that the storm has moved inland, the winds will begin to diminish and the search and rescue will begin. That's when the damage assessments begin. The cleanup begins. Remember, if anyone evacuates, the only damage would be to stuff. And stuff can be replaced. And that stuff would be replaced by insurance if your sorry ass had insurance. If you don't have insurance, I should not be expected to pay for your stuff. That's the early edition of The Truth Hurts for today, Thursday, August 27th, 2020. A very short program because I've got things to do. We'll see you next time. Whether I'm out in the boat or on the track bike or the street cruiser motorcycle, camping in the RV or out at the shooting range, the golf course, here in the studio or just riding around in my pickup truck, you can count on one thing. I'm armed and I'm ready. 
Carrying concealed means I have the peace of mind knowing that I'm protected wherever I go and wherever I stay. Carrying concealed means I don't have to show off what I'm packing, but my family, my friends, and I all feel more at ease knowing that if the need arises, I am prepared. It's legal and it's easy to apply for your concealed carry permit. Simply go online and search for your state's concealed carry requirements. Take the class, take the training, get the permit. You'll be glad you did. Concealed carry, it's the best way for you to enjoy all the benefits of the Second Amendment to the U.S. Constitution. The First Amendment to the U.S. Constitution is responsible for this public service message about your rights under the Second Amendment to the U.S. Constitution. You have been listening to the Truth Hurts program with your host, Steve Z. Opinions expressed are protected free speech under the First Amendment to the U.S. Constitution. Background music by Jason Shaw and Audionautics. Produced at Studio 63 in association with Steve Knight Productions. In life, when all is said and done, usually much more is said than is ever done. It's up to you to do the doing. But whatever you do, do it well. No animals were harmed in the making of this program. Thanks for listening.